Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Gotta make hay while the sun shines. What's this? This is Hello, Sunshine. What if by sharing our stories, we could change the world? Welcome to Hello, Sunshine. Hello, friends. Sophia Bush here, and this is And Especially You, stories for all of us. Today, we're talking about making yourself seen. Because, friends, you deserve to shine. Listen, I I feel like we all know each other pretty well at this point. You don't need me to tell you how important representation is. You know we need sightlines. We need to see incredible women of all backgrounds doing their incredible work on big stages each and every day. Because if you can't see it, you can't be it. The more we see people who look like us, the more possible it feels to do the hard things we want to do. And the more we see people who don't look like us, the more connection we feel to those people whose experiences are outside of our own. That's how we learn to love each other and advocate for each other and show up for each other. So please allow me to introduce to you the incredible Maysoon Zayed. Maysoon is a star. She could be an actual star in the sky. She shines so brightly. She's a disability advocate, an actress, a writer, and a funny-as-hell comedian. Maysoon makes it her business to be loud and proud. She makes herself seen in high def as a Muslim woman, a woman with a disability, and as a woman who says what she thinks in an industry that doesn't always make space for women like her. Her comedy is disarming and powerful, and I think it leaves us with our hearts a little wiser and a lot more open. My name is Maysoon Zayed, and for those of you who don't know me, I am not drunk. But the doctor who delivered me was. So, as a result, I have cerebral palsy. Does anyone else have cerebral palsy? Holla. My son does. Nice! Awesome. See, I said nice. Disability's not bad, people. Come on a journey with me. So for those of you who are not blessed with the sun with CP, it is different in everybody. Some of us are nonverbal. Some of us are wheelchair users. In my case, I shake all the time. So I shake it, shake it, shake it like Taylor Swift. (laughs) But she just wants to shake, 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 and mine is totally involuntary. But I want anyone in this audience to feel bad for me because I got 99 problems and palsy is just one. In the oppression Olympics, I would win a gold medal. I'm Palestinian, I'm Muslim, I'm a woman of color, I have a disability and I live in New Jersey. (laughs) If you don't feel better about yourself, maybe you should. The other reason I don't want you to feel bad for me is because at some point in your life, you have dreamt of being disabled if you aren't already. Oh, yeah, you have. Come on a journey with me. It's Christmas Eve. You're at the mall. You're driving around looking for parking. (laughs) And what do you see? 16 empty disabled spaces. You're like, God, can't I just be a little disabled, like bone spurs or something? There are other perks to being palsy, and my favorite one is the fact that we never have to stand online. And what is the greatest place on earth to not stand online? Disney! Disney. 
loved Disney as a kid. I would go on Space Mountain like 15 times. Then I'd come out to the line where they had the sign that said two hours from this point, and I'd find a kid that was like beat red, about to pass out. I'd be like, hang in there, hydrate. It's totally worth it. I just went on it 15 times. I also love the teacups. The teacups are a ride where you sit in a giant teacup and you spin around really fast. Whenever I rode that ride, I would walk straight for like the next six minutes. I was like, oh my God, it really is the magical kingdom. Disability does not discriminate. We welcome anyone to join our group at any time, regardless of race, ethnicity, religion, sexuality, gender, class, weight, age. You are all welcome. And much like disability, I too do not discriminate. I am an equality junkie, and so should you be. When I was born, I was the youngest of four girls, and my parents didn't think that God would be so generous as to bless them with another girl child, so they had only picked out a name for a boy. Very original. I'm sure you have never heard it. They were going to name me Muhammad, and so when they saw I was a girl, they decided to name me Muhammadiyah the female version of the name Muhammad. Now, Muhammad is a great name. It's the name of a prophet. It's the name of the greatest boxer ever to live. But yeah, but being named Muhammadiyah is like me being named Smurfette. <laughs> Luckily, the doctors told my parents I was gonna drop dead and they didn't wanna waste such a great name on an angel baby. So instead they named me Maysoon, which in Arabic means lemur. <laughs> like Zaboomafu. My parents named their brown shaking baby monkey and I lived. <laughs> Another thing that the, my parents were told by the doctors was that I would never walk. Now, let me be very clear. There is absolutely no shame in not walking or using any mobility device you feel increases your independence. So often in journalism, I see the word wheelchair bound. Wheelchairs do not bind, they free, and the correct term is wheelchair user. But when I was growing up, my dad knew I'd be split in time between Jersey and Jerusalem, and he was determined to teach me how to walk. So he had two different techniques. His first was to place my feet on his feet and just walk. I walked miles on that man's shoes. His second technique was to dangle a dollar bill in front of me and have me chase <laughs> My inner stripper was so strong. I was running in stilettos by kindergarten. <laughs> I grew up in Cliffside Park, New Jersey, so my disability and my hometown have the same damn initials. <laughs> my town was very diverse. There were 33,000 Italian Catholics and six Arabs who are all my family. Now the town has changed a lot. There's 33,000 Italian Catholics and 20 Arabs who are still all my family. <laughs> but I was never bullied. I was never made fun of. 
I grew up in a time where the word Muslim wasn't a slur used by politicians desperate to raise their poll points. My best friend Tina would take me to midnight mass on Christmas Eve and she'd say, she is from where Jesus is from. And I'd say, I'm from Jersey. <laughs> My parents taught me to dream big. And growing up, like most Muslim girls in America, my dream was to be on the daytime soap opera General Hospital. <laughs> and I pursued that dream by going to Arizona State University because I went to college. Any Sun Devils? Nice. I love my alma mater. Um, so I went to Arizona State because I went to college during affirmative action. And the admissions officer called me up and she said, Maysoon, we had always looked for a black lesbian in a wheelchair. And then we found you. And I was like, oh my God, you're going to give me so much money. Let's do this. And so I was like the pet lemur of the theater department. All my professors loved me. All my fellow students loved me. I got A's in all my classes. I got A's in all my friends' classes. They were actors. They needed my help. When I did a scene from The Glass Menagerie, my teachers would weep openly. Um, but I never got cast in any of the shows. And I couldn't figure out why. I mean, how am I getting an A in acting but I can't play diner number three in the school play? So my senior year, it all changed. Arizona State decided to do a show called They Dance Real Slow in Jackson. It's about a girl with cerebral palsy. I'm a girl with cerebral palsy. So I was like, free at last, free at last. I'm finally gonna get a part, I am free at last. I didn't get the part. <laughs> Sherry Brown got the part, I don't even change her name. So I went running, well, I went limping really quickly at the head of the theater department. And I was like, can you explain to me how I didn't get a part that I was literally born to play? And I am using the word literally correctly in this sentence. And she was like, well, you can't do the stunts. I said, if I can't do the stunts, neither can the character. College was imitating Hollywood. Hollywood has a sordid history of having non-disabled actors play visibly disabled on screen. Disability is not a monolith, but many of us in the advocacy community feel that much like race, visible disability cannot be played. So if a wheelchair user can't play Beyonce, then Beyonce can't play a wheelchair user. And she can pretty much slay anything, just not that. People with disabilities are the largest minority in the world. We are 20% of the population, but only 2% of the images that you see on media and television. And of that 2%, 95% are played by non-disabled actors. And we have no idea how many people with invisible disabilities, like depression, fibromyalgia, mental health issues, chronic pain, Crohn's, exist on our TVs because the stigma against invisible disabilities is so strong that even the biggest celebrities fear revealing their disabled status. If you can't see it, you can't be it. It is extremely, you can clap for that. I feel like Jeb Bush, clap for me. Um, <laughs> 
if you can't see it, you can't be it. It is extremely damaging for children with disabilities to see a non-disabled actor play disabled on screen and then walk down a red carpet completely healed. So in 2010, I got my big break. I was hired to be a commentator on Countdown with Keith Oberman. And I went in for my debut, like big hair, don't care, perfect makeup. I was like, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Oberman. And they sat me on a spinning, rolling chair. So I was like, I called the production assistant. I was like, hey, could I get a more stable chair? And she looked at me and she went, five, four, three, and we were doing it live. So I made my American television debut sitting and spinning on a chair. And I was livid because I had spent a decade trying to prove that people with disabilities could do the same job as our non-disabled counterparts, and I blew it. And I knew that they would never invite me back. But not only did Keith invite me back, he made me a full-time contributor, and he taped down my chair. Fight on, sister, fight on, yes. And for all of us who need to, tape down that chair. I'm taking that lesson with me. Do everything you need to do to make yourself seen because the world needs you. We're back next week for the final episode of this show to talk about finding the answers to all our questions within ourselves with the amazing Cheryl Strayed. I am known for walking on the Pacific Crest Trail into my strength, but I am always mindful that really for me that journey of walking toward my own clarity began with my mother's ability to do that for herself. If you like what you're hearing here at, and especially you, visit us on all the socials at Hello Sunshine and at Together Live Events. You can stop by and say hi to me at Sophia Bush. And please make sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps new people find our show and hear these awesome stories. On this episode of And Especially You, you heard Maysoon Zayed and me. I'm Sophia Bush, and I'm going to go out there and be visible as hell. I invite all of you to join me. And Especially You is a production of Hello Sunshine by Together Live. Our podcast producer is Sarah Pellegrini. 